Patrick Montgomery was in court. Jonathan Manapa will stay in federal custody. No, I don't take responsibility at all. Hey, everyone. Welcome to the show. 30-year-old Massachusetts resident Noah Bacon texted a friend. This was on November 26th of 2020, and he was praising the Kraken lady, Sydney Powell. He said, quote, I've been glued to the computer watching the news. She is so awesome, a hero. <laughs> and now she's co-conspirator number three. <laughs> anyway, um, on January 6th, Bacon texted that same friend and he said, quote, Trump is speaking and said, we are going to march to the Capitol building to be present for Pence, whatever he chooses. So he knew the purpose of being at the Capitol that day. He knew why they were being directed to the Capitol to pressure the vice president. Bacon did as he was told on January 6th, and at his trial, he admitted that the police had deployed flashbang grenades to try to disperse the crowd. He witnessed that himself, but he testified that he didn't leave. He said, quote, it was just very disorienting. Four or five explosions went off, and at the moment, my state of mind shifted, and I was just very curious and wanted to see what was happening. What was happening is you were being told to leave. <laughs> anyway, Bacon was captured on surveillance video. He illegally entered the Capitol just two minutes after that initial breach of the Senate wing doors. Bacon moved with the rest of the mob over to the Capitol crypt. He was part of that huge mob and that surge against the very outnumbered officers. Um, he then moved through various other parts of the Capitol before he made his way to a set of doors just outside of the rotunda. While he was there, police were trying to close the doors. This area had been breached multiple times. The mob was pushing from the outside. People on the inside were trying to force the doors open for them. The police were fighting against both of these factions, both from the outside and the inside. So Bacon sees this, he maneuvers through the crowd, he gets to the front where the police are, and then he assisted others in forcing the doors open to let other Trump supporters into the building. Bacon then grabbed a flag that was on the ground, somebody had discarded it, and he was holding it up in front of the surveillance camera. It was very obvious that that was what he was doing. His arm was fully outstretched, and he was reaching up toward the ceiling with it. It was very clear he was trying to block the camera, but in his trial testimony, he claimed he was trying to prop the door open. <laughs> From there, Bacon made his way to the third floor, and that's where the Senate gallery is. So he walked over to the Senate gallery doorway, and he sat down on a bench that was off to the side of the doors. So he was there when this big ruckus took place. He was seen on video watching as other, other members of the mob were attacking, physically attacking officers who were trying to lock the doors. So Bacon said at his trial, quote, if I saw it, I don't remember. 
after the mob forced the officers to retreat and they've you know got these doors open um actually they, they opened one of the doors of the two and then bacon unlatched a bolt and he opened the second door so that more people could enter the senate gallery and then he followed them in he entered the balcony area of the senate chamber um, eventually bacon and the others found their way down to the senate floor and then bacon was seen in photos and seen on video. He took a seat in the back of the room and he was there for about 10 minutes before he finally exited, not just the Senate gallery, but he left the building entirely. The following day, Bacon texted his friend again and he said that he hoped the military would intervene. He also said that he believed the VP, the vice president, would be, quote, taken out when military arrests are made. But then he told his friend, quote, everything is moving perfectly. And of course, he blamed the violence on January 6th on a, quote, tiny handful of agitators and, of course, Antifa. So Bacon was arrested on June 30th of 2021, and he was charged with obstructing an official proceeding, entering a restricted building or grounds, two counts of disorderly conduct, entering the gallery of Congress, and parading or demonstrating in a Capitol. Bacon refused a plea deal. He opted for a jury trial, and in March of 2023, he was found guilty on all counts. So Bacon was looking at up to 20 years in prison, three years of probation, and 250,000 in fines. However, the government requested a sentence of 37 months in prison, three years of probation, and 2,000 in restitution. Um, and although Bacon has no criminal history, and he wasn't violent at on January 6th at the Capitol, the government said he deserves the high end of what the probation office recommended because of his lack of remorse, also numerous false statements during his trial. Now, interestingly, Bacon's father, his name is Richard Bacon, he is a veteran, and he told a local news outlet that he and his son's po political beliefs completely differ. He also said that he didn't, quote, see January 6th as anything patriotic. I think it's embarrassing. So U.S. District Judge Christopher Cooper presided over Bacon's case, and I couldn't locate any details about what he or Bacon said at the sentencing hearing. But in the end, Bacon was sentenced to one year in prison, two years of probation, and 2,000 in restitution. I have to say, these types of cases where the defendant entered the Senate chamber, they've been all over the place as far as sentencings go. But this was definitely a very weak sentence, and this is a consistently weak judge. I would expect one year if he had taken a plea deal. But this guy wasted the court's time. They wasted the jury's time. He, you know, refused to take a plea. He made them go to trial. And then he repeatedly lied. And he tried to downplay everything that happened on January 6th. He even tried to tell the jury, oh, I didn't even really know what was going on. He claimed that after they let off the flashbang grenades, he was put into almost like a trance-like state. So he said, basically, it wasn't until he had a chance to sit down in the Senate chamber to try to gather himself. And then it like the light bulb went off and he came out of it and he understood, oh, my gosh, this is wrong and I need to leave. Seriously, <laughs> 
he deserves 37 months just for that bullshit excuse. <laughs> so totally weak, weak judge, as I said, you know, other people like the QAnon shaman, I think he got what, four years or something like that. I mean, he was let out early, but yeah, totally different, completely different for very similar, not exact behavior and actions, but pretty similar. So anyway, guys, I'll let you know if I hear any more. Thank you all so much for watching and listening. Please like this video, share it with others, become a subscriber if you have not already, become a donor if you possibly can. Links are below in the description box on YouTube and on the podcast. I really love you guys. Take care. Have a great weekend. I'll talk with you soon.